0: I trade the cycle, but I dollar-cost average into crypto for life. What this means from a practical standpoint is that I have a portion of my stack specifically noted for buying low and selling when I reach my specific goal. I have a second portion of my stack that I buy, dollar-cost average, hold, and grow forever. These are two very different buckets. Welcome to the BitLift Podcast, where we don't just stack crypto, we use it. I'm Gerb, founder of BitLift, and I've been using crypto every single day since 2013. Today, I'm talking about using crypto's four-year cycle to accomplish your short-term goals, while also dollar-cost averaging to build and preserve long-term wealth. Everything you hear today, you can find in the show notes at bitlift.com. Slash /podcast The hosts and guests of the Bitlift podcast are not registered financial advisors. The thoughts and strategies discussed are simply personal opinions and should not be treated as financial advice or a recommendation to make a particular investment. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. I started the Bitlift podcast a year ago. We were already well into the bull market and I was getting texts from friends and family asking what they should do. Should they buy? Should they sell? What should they do with their Bitcoin? Should they buy ETH? I figured I'd record my answers and release it as a podcast to make things easier. And that has made things easier for sure. But the hard part was what advice to give at that time. Because honestly, I was done buying most of my crypto at that point. People in the Discord know that I've executed very few trades in the past year. That's because I was already like in selling mode, not buying mode when I started this podcast. And if I'm being honest, most of what I bought over the past year didn't even go that well. But 95% of my crypto stack is, I already had it going into this bull market. So my advice to people who were hitting me up out of the blue, most of the time it was their first time experiencing crypto, was to just dollar cost average in, do it slowly, and to learn and pay attention. Try to understand the crypto market so they could be prepared and more experienced going into the next cycle. Well, that time is now. Almost a year ago, in August 2021, I dropped the third episode of the BitLift podcast, titled Timing and Understanding Crypto's Four-Year Market Cycle. I broke down one of the most fundamental things that every crypto investor needs to know and understand, which is that crypto markets are cyclical. They go through this boom and bust cycle, or sometimes called phases of expansion and contraction. If nothing else, you've heard that we're now in crypto winter. This is that contraction phase. In the recent bull market, the crypto market cap grew from $200 billion to $3 trillion. And now we've crashed to $1 trillion. That's still 5x higher than when we started. This is nothing new. All markets go through cycles. The entire economy goes through 10-year and 100-year cycles. For the best explanation of market cycles, you should check out Ray Dalio's video titled, How the Economic Machine Works. It has over 30 million views on YouTube. Half of them are probably me just re-watching it over and over again. I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. It's 30 minutes of pure gold. Digital gold. Economic cycles, without a doubt, impact the crypto market. When rates are low and lending is cheap and easy, people are flush and asset prices soar. That's not even accounting for the trillions of dollars we've had inflated and airdropped on us during the pandemic. But have you felt that this past year? Have you felt like everyone was flush? If not, it's something to really tune into. To me, it was super obvious. There was lots of money sloshing around out there. Bitcoin and crypto markets appear to move even faster than the economy, though. If you look at the charts, Bitcoin hits a new all time high every four years. In 2013, it hit 1200. In 2017, it hit 20K. In 2021, it hit 69 every time four years apart. And each of these all time highs hits about six months after the Bitcoin halving event. Bitcoiners like myself have theorized that the halving event kicks off the crypto bull market. This has become a more controversial topic, though, uh, especially since Plan B's now debunked stock-to-flow model took the halving theory to the next level. But still, you should really understand how the halving kicks off the cycle. Go back and listen to episode three. I break down exactly how the Bitcoin halving kicks off the cycle. But I don't want to make this episode all about the halving. So in simple terms, here's here's how the cycle works. First, the Bitcoin halving creates a supply shock. And this causes the price to start to rise. Rising prices kick off a media frenzy. And that media frenzy drives more retail buying. These are all the people I'm getting texts from. That frenzy kicks off shitcoin mania, which is just tons and tons of confusing new product launches Uh, with huge promises, and and a lot of times has big money backing them. And this this mania, people get rich. Lots of people get rich. They get paper rich because most people don't sell. Seeing people get rich causes even more people to pile in at the top. This is the most unfortunate thing that happens during the cycle, is lots and lots of people buy crypto for the first time at the top. This is what causes the insanity we've been seeing for the past year. And then, an inevitable explosion, like we saw with Terra, combined with a lot of over-leveraging, which is lots of borrowing, like we've seen with Celsius and Three Arrows Capital, it causes a crash. The entire market suffers. And, you know, shitcoins get hit the worst. Bitcoin and ETH get hit hard too, but not quite as hard. Now is the most important part. This is where we are now. This is where the legit builders take everything they learned from the previous cycle and they get back to building. They have until the next halving to improve the security, improve the usability, improve the value propositions of the products that they've been working on, and they'll start tinkering on new projects, which may or may not be the biggest winners of the next cycle. This is the build cycle. This is, it takes years. These aren't sketchy projects with fake teams. These are the serious engineers. This is serious R&D, serious scalability, serious innovation. These are the things we're going to be playing with and stacking during crypto winter. These are the L2s and the dApps. We'll put them in the sort of YOLO buckets of our portfolio. And if you haven't listened to episode 7 of the BitLift podcast... I break down how to construct your crypto portfolio. So this is the cycle. And while some investment professionals will tell you not to try to time the market, I kind of call bullshit on that. You know, you're investing for two reasons. The first is to create wealth. The second is to preserve wealth. Those are two very different things and you need to approach them in two different ways. You know, if you have all the money that you'll ever need to live out the rest of your life, then fine, just buy and hold and preserve forever. But if you're like everyone I've ever met, and you have goals and hopes and dreams and reasons to spend the money you're investing, maybe buying something important to improve your life and the life of your family, then at some point you're going to need to sell. And the best time to sell is at the top during the frenzy during all that mania, after the having hits, during the mania of the cycle. Obviously, this is easier said than done, but if you're ever going to take cash out, you need to know when to do it. And now that you've seen it, a cycle, you've experienced the chaos of a cycle, you've felt those euphoric highs and those gut-wrenching lows. That was the first step to crushing it with crypto. You had to feel that. You had to create that muscle memory. So next time when you feel it, you'll notice it. And you'll know when to sell. There's nothing wrong with selling. Having experienced three cycles now, and selling three times, I can tell you for a fact that it's possible. Here's how I've done it. I trade the cycle, but I dollar cost average into crypto for life. What this means from a practical standpoint is that I have a portion of my stack specifically noted for buying low and selling when I reach my specific goal. I have a second portion of my stack that I buy, dollar cost average, hold, and grow forever. These are two very different buckets. Let's call it like the fast stack and the slow stack. In the fast stack, I invest in the hot new shit. These are the avalanches, Solanas, Polygons, Phantoms, Cosmos. These are different dApps and DeFi stuff and NFT infrastructure. These are the fads. They rise fast during the cycle, and they fall even faster when it all comes down. This is where you can make a lot of money. I try to average out of them just like I average into them during the winter. And I try to have a very, very specific, the more concrete, the better target. For example, something like getting 200K cash in the bank to use as a 20% down payment on a million dollar house. That is an epic, concrete goal. And you know, 10Xing a $20,000 investment to turn it into 200K, that is possible during the bull market. It's a concrete goal that you know you can hit And you can crush that and lock it in during this cycle. That's a realistic thing that can happen. Then I also have my slow stack. This is my wealth building stack. This I think of in terms of quantity of blue chips, quantity of Bitcoin, quantity of Ethereum. I don't think about it in terms of dollar values. That's because like the dollar value doesn't matter. I'm going to hold it forever. I'm going to grow it forever. You know, this I'll just keep dollar cost averaging into. This number only goes up. It doesn't go down. One Bitcoin becomes two Bitcoin, becomes five Bitcoin, becomes 10 Bitcoin. If I need to borrow against this wealth stack or even sell some in case of an emergency, you know, that's okay. It's not a a problem. It's partially it's what it's for. You know, maybe I'll even diversify some of it into another long-term investment outside of crypto. That's okay too. Maybe even my goal for my fast stack will be to create a certain amount of money that I'll sell to diversify out of crypto. That's cool too. Everybody's strategy is going to be different. You know, maybe, maybe your slow stack is, maybe just going to die with your slow stack and your heirs will inherit your slow stack. All of these things are okay, but they're two very different buckets. The slow stack grows through very simple dollar cost averaging. Weekly buys, monthly buys, And you know, if I'm being totally honest, I slowed down adding to my slow stack during the bull market. You know, I haven't added to it in over a year. Everything was so frothy during the bull market. And quite honestly, my attention was spent on my fast stack. That's okay too. But here we are after the crash. I'm going to start adding back to my slow stack now. In fact, for me, my strategy is going to be for every dollar I put into my high-risk kind of sort of angel investment bucket, I'm going to allocate the same amount of money to my wealth stack, to my slow stack, to growing my Bitcoin stack and my ETH stack. Actually, with ETH, the way I've been doing it personally is that I still do a lot of yield farming. All of that goes towards buying more ETH. And then the dollars that I'm investing go towards half more Bitcoin and half investments that I think are going to crush in the next cycle, Like, I tell people that I live my life by the four year crypto cycle. And honestly, it's true. Like, I have goals and hopes and dreams for each four year cycle. And those are my chances to lock it in. And locking it in is what matters. We don't have control over the cycles. All we can do is position ourselves to benefit from them when they hit. But at the same time, you know, we need to be very honest with ourselves. You know, there's no guarantee that crypto will boom again. No guarantee, even though we've seen it. But the reality is, knowing what you've seen, knowing what you've just went through in crypto over the past year, maybe even two years, do you really think that it's not going to happen again? Do you think it's over? you think crypto's dead? Do you think money and financial infrastructure run on decentralized protocols is dead? Do you think people want government-controlled money more than they want decentralized money? Do you think all of this is going to go away? You know, hell no. Of course it's not going anywhere. The cycle is going to continue. And now you know what to look for. You can think about how to prepare for it. Be sure to hit up bitlift.com slash podcast for links to everything we discussed here today. And if you got any questions or comments, come find me on crypto Twitter and say what up. That's twitter.com slash bitlift, B-I-T-L-I-F-T. And if you're deep down the crypto rabbit hole, come hang out with myself and a few hundred crypto geeks in the BitLift Discord at bitlift.com slash discord to connect host and guests of the BitLift podcast are not registered financial advisors. The thoughts and strategies discussed are simply personal opinions and should not be treated as financial advice or recommendation to make a particular investment. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only.